0: Today in business from Wired. Why almost no one is getting the fastest form of 5G. A new report shows that U.S. mobile customers are tapping into the technology's speediest networks less than 1% of the time. By John Brodkin, Ars Technica. U.S. mobile customers are almost never able to connect to millimeter-wave networks, even though the cellular industry and Verizon in particular, have spent years hyping the fastest form of 5G. AT&T and T-Mobile customers with devices capable of using millimeter wave networks were connected to millimeter wave 5G only 0.5% of the time during the 90-day period between January 16th and April 15th, 2021, according to an OpenSignal report released Wednesday. Even on Verizon, the carrier with the most aggressive rollout of millimeter-wave 5G, users with compatible devices spent 0.8% of their time on the high-frequency network that uses its large capacity to provide faster speeds than low- and mid-band spectrum. Average download speeds on millimeter-wave 5G were 232.7 megabytes per second for AT&T, 215.3 megabytes per second for T-Mobile, and 692.9 megabytes per second for Verizon. The average time connected to millimeter wave 5G represents the percentage of time connected to millimeter wave among users who have a millimeter wave 5G-capable device and have connected to millimeter wave at least once, OpenSignal told R's. That means the numbers aren't driven down by devices that simply aren't new enough to use millimeter-wave 5G. The percentages for all three major carriers are under 1% when evaluating users who definitely have devices compatible with millimeter-wave networks. In OpenSignals analytics, we consistently see our Verizon millimeter-wave 5G users experiencing a higher average time connected to millimeter-wave 5G than users on the other U.S. carriers, the report said. In this 90-day period, our Verizon users saw a mean time connected to millimeter-wave 5G of 0.8% compared to 0.5% on AT&T and T-Mobile. However, despite Verizon appearing to be ahead, this result actually represents a statistical tie because of overlapping confidence intervals with AT&T. All three major carriers have plenty of scope to increase the availability of millimeter-wave 5G services, the report noted. Another report, released by OpenSignal on Wednesday, said that when counting 5G on all spectrum brands, not just millimeter wave, 5G was available 33.1% of the time on T-Mobile, 20.5% of the time on AT&T, and 11.2% of the time on Verizon. OpenSignal's speed test apps collect billions of individual measurements every day from over 100 million devices worldwide, producing the vast majority of our data via automated tests that run in the background, the testing firm says. Verizon's lead in millimeter wave 5G is not surprising because Verizon's 5G deployment strategy has placed a strong emphasis on millimeter wave while T-Mobile has focused on its 600 MHz and its 2.5 GHz spectrum assets for 5G services, and at and has mainly used low-band for 5G so far, OpenSignal said. Millimeter-wave 5G was never likely to become the primary form of mobile connectivity because the high-frequency radio waves don't travel far and are easily blocked by walls and other obstacles. The pandemic has also limited opportunities for people to connect to millimeter-wave 5G because the technology makes the most sense in heavily populated outdoor areas and at large events. With the pandemic, large groups of people were not congregating as much in city centers, sports stadiums, or shopping malls, so we haven't yet seen the full benefit of millimeter-wave 5G services, OpenSignal VP of Analysis Ian Fogg told ours in response to our questions. Additionally, we will likely see seasonal differences in the time users spend connected to millimeter wave, given that millimeter wave sites are mostly located outdoors. Fogg noted that the physics of high-frequency millimeter wave spectrum bands means signals that originate outdoors tend to stay outdoors, and people obviously spend more time outdoors in the summer than in the winter. However, when we see more millimeter wave deployed inside large buildings such as shopping malls or metro systems, seasonality will reduce, he said. Those caveats mean that it's too early to write off millimeter wave 5G as a major player in mobile internet use. But so far, millimeter wave 5G is barely making a ripple in U.S. mobile connectivity. And it's not clear whether it will ever become a big factor for smartphone users. The technology could end up helping many home internet users get faster speeds through point-to-point connections, but most people would prefer a wired connection. Moreover, the emergence of SpaceX Starlink's Low Earth Orbit Satellite Service may reduce interest in millimeter-wave 5G for home internet, and availability for Verizon's millimeter-wave 5G home service is very limited. T-Mobile recently launched a 5G home internet service, but it doesn't use millimeter-wave. Verizon claimed in July 2019 that 5G Ultra Wideband, its marketing name for millimeter wave, has the potential to drive broad, systemic transformation that not only benefits consumers and enterprises, but humanity as a whole. Verizon wrote, perhaps with some hyperbole 5G promises more than just a faster download. The fifth generation of wireless represents a technological breakthrough that has been likened to prior industrial revolutions involving electricity, the steam engine, and the personal computer. It has the potential to be a watershed moment in history, one that will fundamentally change the way we live, work, learn, and play. The leap from 3G to 4G was huge, but the one from 4G to 5G will likely be transformational, upending entire industries and creating new ones overnight. Anything would be possible with Verizon's millimeter-wave 5G, the company claimed. At the end of the day, 5G ultra-wideband is about unparalleled digital experiences. If people can dream it, Verizon 5G ultra-wideband can help deliver it. Verizon had launched millimeter-wave 5G in April 2019 in select areas of Minneapolis and Chicago but reviewers had trouble even finding a signal. Later that year, it became clear that Verizon 5G wasn't capable of covering an entire NFL stadium or an NBA arena. In April 2018, AT&T boasted of 5G trials that produced gigabit wireless speeds on millimeter-wave spectrum in both line-of-sight and some non-line-of-sight conditions. AT&T claimed at the time that mobile 5G would bring to life experiences like virtual reality, future driverless cars, immersive 4K video, and more. The company said that millimeter-wave 5G signals were strong enough to withstand rain, snow, or other weather events, and to penetrate materials such as significant foliage, glass, and even walls better than initially anticipated. But when AT&T finally launched 5G, it was using lower-spectrum bands and producing only 4G-like speeds. AT&T also deliberately tried to confuse customers by renaming its 4G LTE advanced service 5G-E. Beginning in 2018, T-Mobile used the promise of 5G to lobby for government approval for its acquisition of Sprint, and then Federal Communications Commission Chairman Ajit Pai claimed the need for 5G-justified deregulation and big reductions in fees paid by carriers to local governments. But Verizon said that Pi overturning local rules and fees would have no impact on the pace of its 5G rollout. T-Mobile was publicly casting doubt on the usefulness of millimeter wave 5G by at least April 2019 when Chief Technology Officer Neville Ray wrote that millimeter wave spectrum used for 5G will never materially scale beyond small pockets of 5G hotspots in dense urban environments. Verizon subsequently acknowledged that millimeter wave isn't for widespread coverage. In July 2020, Light Reading wrote that Verizon appears to be the only U.S. operator with plans to significantly expand its 5G network in millimeter wave, or MM wave, spectrum, as T-Mobile and AT&T weren't showing much enthusiasm for the high-frequency radio waves. While 5G is deployed on a mix of low-to-high-frequency spectrum, Verizon said in May 2020 that non-millimeter-wave 5G would only provide small improvements compared to 4G in the near term. Verizon said that customers will eventually see dramatic improvements, but didn't say when that would happen. In July 2020, after a complaint from AT&T to the advertising industry's self-regulating body, Verizon reluctantly agreed to stop running ads that falsely implied the carrier's 5G mobile service was available throughout the United States. The National Advertising Division said that during its investigation, Verizon did not dispute that its 5G coverage was preliminarily restricted to outdoor locations in certain neighborhoods and varies from block to block. Verizon has since launched 5G more broadly on the same spectrum bands used for 4G, but Verizon is now in third place in average 5G download speed, according to OpenSignal. Our T-Mobile user saw average 5G download speeds of 71.3 megabytes per second, ahead of AT&T users' score of 54.9 megabytes per second and Verizon's of 47.7 megabytes per second, OpenSignal's 5G report said our T-Mobile users' average 5G download speed has increased by an impressive 13.2 megabytes per second compared to our January 5G report, while our users on AT&T and Verizon saw their average speeds more or less stationary at 54.9 megabytes per second and 47.7 megabytes per second, respectively. Including both 5G and previous generation networks, Average download speeds were 33.2 megabytes per second on AT&T, 28.9 megabytes per second on Verizon, and 28.8 megabytes per second on T-Mobile. An OpenSignal report in January 2021 found, while T-Mobile leads the three carriers in overall 5G availability at 33.1 percent, OpenSignal's January report found that 4G was available between 96 and 98 percent of the time on all three. Major carriers. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more business news at wiredcom business. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more